0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: On this Thursday evening, had a slight day change tonight. Well, night change tonight. Probably be way for the next week. We're going to get back on track on Wednesday night, uh, starting two weeks from now, the normal spot. But anyway, welcome you all to the Clown Hour. This is Scott Burks, the host of the sports ball called The Clown Times. You can find me at www.theclowntimes.net and you find me on Facebook. Just uh, search in the upper left hand search window where you're on your browser, I mean, on your uh, smartphone. Rather, or your laptop, or your desktop, just type in the Clown Times. Again, it's Clownsville K. You will find me there. I could listen to this song all night. I mean, this was like the theme song of my childhood. Yes, I'm a man of that of a certain age. I'll be 45 this September. I was a child in the 80s. Damn, I'm gonna crank it up again. Hold up. God, I love this song. Anyway, let's just get to it. I'll be listening to this all night if you if I could, but anyway, um, we're going to have a big show tonight. We're going to talk about, you know, we have a, actually a very ambitious show tonight. We're going to talk about the World Cup, the NBA Summer League, free agency, as well as the ongoing hypocrisy with the NFL and politics. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, Michael Bidwell, the owner or soon-to-be well, owner in waiting of the Arizona Cardinals, making his remarks about the. Supreme Court Justice nomination of our president, Donald Trump, as well as um, the shenanigans of uh, one John Shatner, the former CEO of Papa John's Pizza. We'll get to that in a moment. But uh, basically, I'm waiting on my co-host. His name, is, his name is Dwayne Nash. Excuse me. You can find him on um, the uh, his sports blog called uh, the Yarsis HBCU Sports, where he about all things HBCU sports, as well as... Um, his, his show on, um, here on Baltimore Radio every week. Uh, he has a coach and his crew called Sleazy Radio. It's a really good show. You check him out there. So uh, we're going to talk some World Cup. I mean, he has a few questions that asked me. If too, they think he's going to stop me on the World Cup. But anyway, before we get to that, I'm going to talk a little about the NBA, because mainly for because this, I mean, it's what I don't remember when we've had a summer so for the NBA talk, maybe the first decision LeBron made when he, went, when he left Cleveland the first time around to go to the Miami Heat to win, not one, not two, not three, but, well, not four but five, but maybe we're at a three titles Should have won four. Well, actually, no, he no, I'm sorry, he won two. So, I mean, he should have won three against Dallas. He just totally melted down his first finals, but. I mean, there's so much, so many news. I mean, the NBA Hostile League, man, is just off, on and popping. I mean, besides LeBron signing with the Los Angeles Lakers, I mean, let's face it, he was born to be a Laker. Lance Stevenson and McGee joined him. Now, that tells me one or two things. Either LeBron is pulling a Michael Jordan, like, in terms of, like, recruiting his former foes, and like in the form of one Dennis Rodman, or this is going to be one hellacious chemistry experiment for head coach Luke Walton to deal with, Uh, but it's it's going to be very exciting, and now DeWayne's on to talk about it, so Wayne, I already introduced you, brother, so uh, speak.
2: How you doing? (laughs) Man, I swear. Uh, When nature calls, nature calls. I'm sorry to be so explicit (coughs) on, on, on the show, man, but... Yeah, of course, it decides to wait until nine twenty eight. I'm like, come on, man, you know better than this. So yeah, I'm back. you We're know what they, on they on say about nature,
1: man? They cause whatever. They cause whatever. I mean, it's it's like that song uh, from uh, what's the name? Uh, Kim, love calls when you see a love calls your name. Well, when yeah, when you name calls your name, bro.
0: <laughs> Yeah,
1: I you swear, man. That. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yo, man I know you have a question to stump me on About the FIFA World Cup We're going to get to that in a moment I already started on the NBA free agency I mean, it's just crazy uh, I mean, you, like, like I know you won the show last week But basically we touched on it a little bit last week um, LeBron signing with the Los Angeles Lakers Of course, I I just think he was born to be on like. I mean, it, I was surprised He didn't go a while back You know, but I guess yeah. he had to win his one title in Cleveland before he made that move but what's interesting, in addition to LeBron, I was mentioned earlier, that you got Lance Stevenson and JaVel McGee coming yeah. to the fold. That's mm-hmm. going to be one hell of a chemistry
2: experiment. Yeah, it will be. The things that I will say, though, I don't think Lance has ever played with anyone um, well, this good and also uh, this much of a leader as it it pertains to LeBron. Now, JaVale is coming from a situation in Golden State where he's played with a bunch of leaders. As a matter of fact, if you look at JaVale's uh, 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 career timeline, and, of course, I'm one that kind of follows it probably a little bit closer than others, being that Mm -hmm. I became a fan of his when he was drafted by the Wizards, you know, he started out in Washington mm. where there was nothing but turmoil over there, with that locker room, with Gilbert Arenas right. and uh, you know your boys and your guns being pulled down and nothing but clowning going on with a young Nick Young and uh, who else was over there? But there was nothing but but, but clowning around and, and foolishness and 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 no sense of well, no, not the, the inability to lead because of uh, issues in the front office as well. And, the poor Levin, from, and,
1: poor, uh, and poor Jamison, too. He was on that squad. Jamison. Antoine Jamison.
2: Yeah, he so was. Playing. And he was like, dude, you know, he was supposed to have been part of a big three with him and Caron. Karan gets injury-riddled. Gilbert gets injury-riddled. And, you know, you, they were supposed to surround that big three with young talent. And it turns out that the guys that they picked up worked Potentially talented, it was just that the office was a mess. They could never get together. So he shipped from Washington right. to Denver, where he showed flashes in Denver. But you know he was still making bonehead plays and just stayed, you know, a, a, a huge fixture or, or shacking the fool. Then he went from L.A. to to, um, to Golden State to a, a, a huge winning culture, where all he needed to do really do. Now, I probably skipped some spots there, but you know, he eventually ended up in Golden State in the culture of Guinea. Mm-hmm. You know, all they needed him to do was to come off the bench, you know, do what he did, which was basically give, give them about six and four off the bench in about 12 to 15 minutes to play uh, 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 coming off the bench and about eight and six in the playoffs. And he looked good doing it, you know, he didn't make any mistakes. Yep. And, and, and I, I'm my hope. My hope is with what he learned in Golden State and then coming over with LeBron and LeBron's pedigree as well as, as Lance stevenson you, you have these two guys who are known, who, who have a history of being knuckleheads, but at the same time are, right. are, are pretty good defensive players. Um, and, and actually, Lance is, is known as a, 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 a star Wars, not necessarily stopping LeBron, but being mm. able to... You know, Yeah, so I would, I would understand why, you know, it, it would be a good move to bring him over and hopefully he could be that irritant towards Golden State. The same way with uh, Javelle. not only do you take a piece away from Golden State, but you add on to your Lakers squad, and at this point, it looks like is going to be a starter. But if he is a starter, if anything, if he can give you Julius Randle-type numbers, you know, give you about maybe thirty minutes a game, uh, fifteen and, and ten. Mm-hmm. You've won with JaVale, in my opinion. You know, and, and mm-hmm. if you could just not be a, a knucklehead, you've won. Same thing with Lanson. Lanson come out, get you a couple of buckets, get you some pressure buckets. You know, he he has a relatively decent basketball IQ. I'm gonna go ahead and say he's a, he's higher than, than J.R. Smith.
0: You oh, know, yeah, but
2: he's yeah. Yeah. you know he's he's not as as good of a scorer as Jr. But he's, I would say he has higher basketball IQ and plays defense a little bit better. So mm. you, you, those two things, man, if, if they come over and not be knuckleheads, and I don't think LeBron would allow them to be. I don't think no, it was a bad move. No, it won't. You know, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. It, you know, but it's it's just crazy, right? That. You're right, uh, the, the Lakers, which already has all eyes on them because of who that franchise is, I want to see this, this ringmaster tame this circus, which is, like you said, Javelle McGee, Lance Stevenson, sometimes Ray Rondo, and, of course, yeah, the I ball family. It. Yes. So right. it's going to be interesting to see, uh, above all, how LeBron mm-hmm. navigates all of that. Because I he's been in some circuses. But this is gonna be a circus for a whole different reason. And then yes, to have it, it, yes, it in is. the in the background of LA just adds that, that 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 extra to it. And you know who you forgot? Lavar Ball. Who?
1: So that's No, that's I said the balls. That's, oh, oh, oh 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm I thought up. My bad. That's right. But oh, no, no, I, no. I guess I was thinking about the possibilities. I, was, I kind of zoomed out because I was thinking about the crazy possibilities. Here's what I think. You know, okay. well, first of all, let's just go back to Rondo for a minute. Speaking of, of of the ball family, we all know that Rondo isn't coming in to come off the bench. They, mm-hmm. Rondo has a lot of experience. He's too headstrong, strong. Um, True. But he's a ball genius. I mean, there's a reason why they call him playoff Rondo. I mean, he steps mm-hmm. it up. I mean, remember when he was playing with the Bulls that one year and he got hurt and they were up 2 nothing yeah. on Boston as an AFC? They would have swept Boston. I don't care what anybody says. If Rondo plays and is still healthy, we're still healthy that's a sweep. That has sweep written all over it. Um, but with, with his pedigree, with his background, he wasn't born into 2 to really back up Lonzo ball i think that Kevin and, 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 you know and it's, it's credit to uh magic Johnson rather and 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 uh Palenka to not care about feelings it's all mm-hmm. about winning now you like you got LeBron there i mean last year was a development year we all know that you, this is this is this is up, up time you got the best player in the world on your squad to four year contract you bring mm-hmm. in veterans like Lance Stevenson and, and, and a McGee, you know, to go on with them. Now you bring in Rondo. So mm-hmm. this begs the question, brother. Are we, are, are, is it fair to say that Lonzo's days are numbered as a Laker?
2: I think you it's, know what, it's, it's interesting, right? And, and I don't know if you're familiar with the news that it's a possibility that you know, someone in Lonzo's camp leaked out that he had a knee injury and it made was, it difficult for him to become trade bait. Yeah, now, that's, that's LeVar written all over that. Exactly. If, if that's true, that has Daddy written all over it, right? Because, of course, mm-hmm. he wants to stay yeah. in L.A., and I get it.
0: Yeah. But
2: um, the one thing is, and, and you're going to have to help me with my memory on this one, it's not like yeah. Rondo doesn't have history playing backup, um, because he did so in New Orleans just this past season, and actually he did rather well coming off the bench. As a matter of fact, um, you know he was he was that was his whole role this entire season. Got into the playoffs, and it just happened to be that he outplayed the starter. I can't remember who the starter was. Can you can you help me with that one? It wasn't
1: Drew Holiday. I think Drew Holiday's two. two guards. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. But yeah, whoever that the point guard was.
2: Yeah, whoever the point guard was, uh, Rondo was stealing minutes from him, but that was only because he was playing better than him. Now if it's a situation right. where Rondo comes in and starts playing better than and it's 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 a stark difference between the two, then it's a possibility that Lonzo yeah, becomes trade bait. But Right. You know, if it's something that uh, the Lakers organization believes that, you know, Lonzo could go ahead and learn and continue to get better, then they'll keep him there. But, yeah, if there's a huge difference between the two and it's still a mess, then, yeah, they'll probably uh, continue to, to do whatever they can to get him out of there. But as of right now, we're well, going to go ahead and speak positive on yeah. the situation.
1: Well, here's the thing, though Lonzo is still. He's still, like, smarter for that knee injury. And it's not mm-hmm. a major knee injury, but someday he probably has to get checked again and again and again, which means yeah. that he may not play a good portion of the season. Maybe that's what Magic brought in Rondo to be. Maybe, like, insurance. But I yeah. just think, again, remember way back when, when LaVar was, pop, was popping off, when he said that he was going to pop off when he got tra- like after he like after his son got drafted, was that mm-hmm. he's going to talk his son out of town because what Le- 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 Levar realizes and everybody else realizes that Lonzo is, is essentially his meal ticket. That's how he's going to sell those beer baller brand kicks of his at those outrageously expensive prices. And yeah. you know if, if he is not if his son is not in L.A. Or if Iverson's not doing well in the league, his brand is toast. He knows it that. is, and mm-hmm. to me, his popping off is a defense mechanism for being scared. I think he's scared shitless. Now that now that LeBron's there, he's LeBron. You we all know LeBron's not going to put up with, with Levar's foolishness, and no. I'm sure LeBron knows that. And uh, on top of that, you have Rondo that's there, where. LaVar dismissively referred to him as a little dude. I mean, granted, he's like maybe six one, six two. 6'2". But one thing that Rondo has, what LaVar does not have, is ample playoff experience in a, in a championship. That's mm-hmm. what Rondo has. That's what that two things that Rondo has that, that Lonzo aspires to be or or aspires to attain. I, I'm pretty sure LaVar sees that too. I mean, LaVar is not a big idiot as we all think he is. I think the food is no. scared. And, and his defense making us be really scared it's around, is the round with his mouth shutting the hell up. So if he's not careful though, he has to realize all Mad- I bet Magic is hoping and praying that LeBron pass
0: off. I
1: bet he is. <laughs> because he's looking for an excuse and he's probably pulling for rounder to do well in training camp. And we all know that Le- like LeBron himself, he doesn't want to play with kids, with too many kids. He wants to play with guys that's been there who've been there and done that. So it was White Stevenson's there, it was why Javel is there, it was why Rondo is there. You know,
0: mm-hmm. two of those
1: three were his former antagonists. Yeah. You know, especially uh Stevenson. So um to, you know, this is gonna be very interesting. I would be shocked. And I know I'm I'm not prone to hyperbole and I'm not gonna speak just, just just at just as a spur of the moment type thing, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if Lonzo is not if – not, if he's not a Laker when the regular season tips off in October. I would, not, I would oh, wow. not be shocked. I would not be shocked. I mean, I'm just reading the tea leaves. Because, again, I know Rondo, Rondo came up the base last year, but Magic brought him, here, brought him there for a reason. LeBron wanted him there for a reason. And I'm sure he – like Magic ran this by LeBron, and, and LeBron obviously signed off on it. I'm telling you, Lonzo, this is the time for him to shut up. Purple to shut up, and it's time for his dad to shut up.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: So, again, I'm 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 betting two things. I'm betting that Magic's hoping to pray and praying that LeVar pops off at the mouth, so he has an excuse to unload Ron, or to unload his son, and that and in conjunction with that, Rondo plays well, so he has an excuse. To have Luke Walton start, or Luke Walton himself probably hoping to find that Rondo plays does well in training camp, so that they have an excuse to be rid of the the the, the 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 the
2: the ball family suckers, if you will. But you know what's interesting, and and this is without looking, There's a huge possibility that LeBron has gone through all three of those new pickups for the Lakers in one playoff, And Javale McGee with his time playing in the with the Wizards in uh, Lance Stevenson with his time in Indiana, and uh, Roger's time in Boston. There's a a huge possibility he may have gone through all three on his way to play in the finals in one season. I'm about to check and see if that's the case, but it is a possibility. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so so it's going to be interesting. And one more thing on the Lakers. You heard, like, Rob Palenka's comments, the GM's comments of, Want to be to be down and dirty to beat Golden State. People a lot of people I think Mr. Turbett especially wants to get bailous on undisputed Mr. Turbul as Polinka calling a shot against the Warriors. I just think Polinka's being real. You can't match those cats basket for basket. You gotta play football with them. Kinda of like what yeah. Cleveland did two years though. Know, about three years ago, three seasons ago when when they beat Golden State coming from three games to one down to do so. Um you got to rough them up. That's what Houston did, mm-hmm. and you know, again, they came one, two games away from being in the in the in the East, in, in the NBA finals. They had them down three-two. Uh, of course, Chris Paul got hurt, and we all know the rest of the story. But that's the Houston laid the blueprint. down. gotta get physical with those cats, but you got to be able to make shots as well. but You can't match a point exactly. Um, so. I just think Palenka was just being real, but I said, look, we need a defensive identity against these Caps. So I I didn't take any offense to it. Most people with a brain didn't take offense to it. Skip Baird is always looking to stir the pot, so who knows what the hell he's thinking. But I didn't didn't make a big deal about it, and I'm sure you didn't
2: make a big deal about it either. No, no, not at all. But you know what? And then I I think we're about to lead in that direction right now. If that guy in San Antonio – doesn't get traded, or even if he does, and he just decides Mm -hmm. to walk himself over to uh, the the, the Staples Center and put on that purple and gold uniform, it just adds to that defensive mindset that it looks like they're trying to build out there in in L.A. And if that is the case, Mm. and then not only are you adding a defensive presence in Kawhi, but you're also adding a, a guy who can get you at least 20 points. So that's something that they oh, are yeah. going to need in addition to having a, another defensive stopper. So I, I think if, if 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 that's what's happening and they're, they're building for that and they're not necessarily rushing to do it all this season and waiting to the end of uh, 2019 to go ahead and get all of their pieces in tow, get ready. Because I, I, I think that um, this is what's going to happen, man. And then you go ahead and, you probably end up uh, putting Kawhi at the two, maybe at the three. And um, who's currently playing the small for them now? Is that Brandon Ingram?
1: Yes. He, he's, playing. He's, he's, he's the three, I think.
2: I, yeah,
1: because so, yeah, KCP is another guard, and Josh Hart's the other guard Yeah, as so, well. yeah
2: it'll be a situation ball. where they'll probably end up putting um, Kawhi at the two, and having a, a you know a, a bigger situation at that that wing spot with the two and the three with LeBron playing before and and Javale or whoever they get to replace him if he doesn't stay after this one year deal to play the five, so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens if that is the case come the end of the 2019 season. And
1: speaking of that quote unquote that guy, I don't think anybody knows where Kawhi Leonard is going to end up. I don't think part of me th- thinks that I don't know if he knows because, you know, his mm-hmm. uncle's handling his business. You know, he sounds like that one crazy uncle that we all have in our family. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> every family. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I just think that the inevitable is going to happen. He's going to be a Laker. He's not going to mm-hmm. be a Clipper. He's not probably – even though there's a chance he may end up in Philly because the connection with his head, with the Philly head coach, uh uh uh, uh Greg Brown, I think his name is. I know his last name is Brown. Blank like his first name. But he, he was a former assistant uh, under Pop. Um, mm-hmm. I just think it's going to be a Lakers. So when the Lakers attained LeBron, especially this last week, that just, um, that just, they, they cut off, off Senator at the knees in terms of leverage. Now the Lakers and Kawhi have a lot of leverage. And Senator mm-hmm. knows you're going to lose him. He's not coming back there. He may hey, yeah. out a few games. So, you got to – I mean, you, they, the Lakers have him over a barrel. So, it is what it is. Um, I think, to your point, once he does go, it's going to be hella fun in the West between them and Golden State in the same division, no less. It's going mm-hmm. to be fun sell. I mean, I'm just looking at it this way. LeBron, Steph Curry and uh, and KD at least four times a year. That's going to be hype. And you yeah. have, if you Kawhi quadrants, Lord, man. Man, 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 man. And also, can you imagine this matchup, Lance Stevenson versus uh, <laughs> uh, Draymond Green? <laughs> can you imagine the possibility? Can you imagine those two going at it?
2: The, the, those two antagonists on the, on the floor at the same time, is going to be must see TV. I-, I can't think of a time where there's been two. Well, you know what? Anything that dealt with uh, potentially uh, cargo when they had the worm in New York might be a situation like that. But uh, I-, I can't. I can't think of nothing up top my head when you had two known antagonists like that, or on the on the floor at the same time going at it. Man, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be rather interesting. But well, um Well Yep. And I was gonna say I don't ahead, I don't know if um if, if anyone's <laughs> gonna be willing to make that deal. Like like I said before, is it gonna be is gonna be worth it to give up assets for Kawhi just to pay with you for a year? And and it's it's right. starting to it seem like GMs are starting to believe that. So they're like, dude, I don't yeah. I don't know. What well, well, the pieces that they're probably offering to San Antonio isn't what San Antonio wants. And what San Antonio probably wants isn't what teams are willing to give up. The right. still make that we're waiting on to see whether or not San Antonio finally folds and gives in, or if another team decides that we're going to go ahead and make this run with this one year with what we got with Kawhi and go ahead and risk these pieces. I-
1: I just think those teams are stuck on would be stuck on stupid if they did. Now there's a report coming out that came out of Philly. We talked about this like a buddy of mine talked about this last week. Uh, that apparently, where on the street is was was that Philly was hesitant to get this move, Markel Fultz, include them in a the deal to get Kawhi Leonard.
0: Interesting. Now,
1: I don't care if Kawhi is only there for a year. If you want to hold on to Marquel Folks at deer in the headlights in this rookie year, and look, I understand you probably don't want to give up on him. As they made a top overall pick, probably don't want to admit that they made a mistake either, which I think they did. Respect, yeah. but if if the if 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 all it takes to land Kawhi Leonard all be for a year is to unload a guy who who couldn't shoot and is, and was said to be lacking confidence last season, Marquel Folks. You make that deal in a heartbeat. It has to be more than that yeah. story. I, I I don't believe it because I don't think the Sixers are that stupid. But it, it has to be more than that story. But there's another team that wouldn't trade off his assets who has enough sense to do it, and that's Danny Ainge and the Boston Celtics. They have mm-hmm. all those assets. Remember all those picks that they've accumulated from those teams yeah. that, namely the Brooklyn Nets that made stupid-ass deals with them? Uh, <laughs> and now <laughs> those assets turned into – uh jason Tatum jalen brown uh scary Terry Rogier all those young lions to go with the veteran presence uh that 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 is Al horford the rock the o g and they did it all last year about the services of of greg of Gordon Hayward rather and Kyrie and Kyrie Irving for the last half of the season including all the playoffs
0: mhm-
1: of course, then he's not going to trade those assets, and I think he still has a a, a lottery pick, a potential lottery pick from Brooklyn for for next season for for the, for for next year's draft. So he's on top of the goal mine. Why the hell would he give up all those all those tricks, right? But one thing I found interesting was somebody in Boston asked him. The Boston media asked him, "Is is is he's like looking forward to have a, having a LeBron-less East this season?" And he kind mm-hmm. of was dismissive and made a smart ass Mark's like, "Is that your question?" <laughs> um, look, I, I get that Ainge has confidence in his guys, but you don't want to openly admit that you, you they were hoping to train for LeBron to get out the East, right? I mean, yeah, I you know, know that that we want our guys to be honest in the sports in the sports world, but he
2: couldn't have just came out and said that, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. But at the same time, you know. He did, and I thought it was, um, you know, it's still a cautionary respect level that he has for some of the teams that he called out and said, you know, you still need to watch out for. Of course, you know, Toronto, Mm -hmm. they did what they did last season, but they're coming in with a whole new head coach. Um, And he also Mm -hmm. said that teams like Milwaukee and Washington are, are on the rise and, you know, when you say stuff like that, i might have to go ahead and, and say, you know, dude, I'm from Missouri. you got to show me. I, I don't know if right. I necessarily believe that, even as a Wizards fan, you know, whether or not especially Washington is, is going to be mm-hmm. capable enough to go ahead and get through whatever of room issues that they're having. Because from my understanding, the problem didn't mm-hmm. start with Martin, uh, uh, Martin Gortat. You know, he may have been the most vocal, but there's some other pieces that were in there that are still in that locker room that complained about both Bill and Wall. And, and then, of course, there was some mild friction going on between Beal and Wall themselves. And then you go in here That's and right. add in uh, 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 Dwight Howard. <sighs> he just have a huge combustible situation. That I don't know if they all decide to explode at the same time. How consistent that team is going to be, but if this team can play on, all, you know, can fire on all cylinders, that team could be a fifty-plus win team, and and, and 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 Ainge could be right. Maybe that that team could be a team to reckon with, but until it happens, I don't believe it. But yeah, yeah Danny Ainge is not going to be the guy that comes out and says that, yeah. We know that we're the team to beat. We're the with the potential if, if, if not for that fourth quarter, we could have been the uh uh the Eastern Conference representatives in the NBA finals this past. Oh year. They would have been the, Yeah. The, you know, the the team that beat us is now missing their biggest piece. So we don't have to worry about them anymore. So we should be the front runners. Nah, Danny Angel's not that dude. He's not gonna say it. So He's going to continue to, to, to play it the right way, you know. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, everyone else believes that they are the, 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 the team to beat, especially including me. Especially if those including two me. Yeah, and myself as well. Especially if Kyrie, <laughs> Kyrie and 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 uh, Gordon come back a hundred percent and they stay a hundred percent for the entire season. So yeah, but yeah, you can't brag about that. And there's another thing that
1: Danny Ainge has up his sleeve. What if Kyrie does walk up to this season, this coming season? This is last year of his contract. He's not going to try to re-up right away with him, um, mm-hmm. which is just right, because he, we will make more money as a free agent. I mean, that's his right. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of smart about that. There's a possibility he'll go to my Knicks because he's, he's a lifelong Knicks fan. He grew up in, in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. As, as, mm-hmm. as long as, you know, he's been trying to, to recruit uh, Jimmy Butler on the sly, so mm-hmm. now he had that possibility, but how? But this is just going to show you how great of a situation Danny Ainge has. That's why he's one of the best GMs, if not the best GM right now in the NBA. He has all those assets to the point where, as long as Golden Hayward makes it back okay, they'll be fine. And granted, yeah. yes, we they, they would need. They'd be stupid not to want the desire Kyrie scoring. But I think Rozier would have a hard time going to the bench. Because he played a huge role last year, and in, in Kyrie's absence, as did uh, as well as Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Those mm-hmm. uh, Jason Tatum in particular is a future superstar. Jalen Brown has that potential as well, and Danny Ainge has, has to be looking at his chops at the assets that he has that's blowing up in a good way right before his very eyes, and that's according to, to to uh, Brad Stevens as well, head coach. So they they're. they're they're straight no matter what. It's really in the East. It's really been in Philly right now. I'm looking to see yeah. what happens in Milwaukee, um, you know, with this uh, Dante DiVincenzo pick. I think he's going to mesh well with the, with the Greek freak and, and, and Chris Middleton. And speaking of Middleton, how underrated of a play he, he, has, he, has he been? I mean, he's been solid. So as long he's been, as he's solid been solid for, for the, the past, past two years, and
2: not many people talk about him at all. You're right.
1: No, he's he's great. he's a damn he's a great player. I mean he, yeah. he's, he's, he's he's very underappreciated. So if if mm-hmm. if Milwaukee finds a way to keep those two caps together, and have Devincenzo keep continuing to grow as well, as well as uh, Malcolm Gordon, I don't know what they're gonna do with Eric Bledsoe yet, but they're gonna have a full offseason training camp with uh, with, with Bledsoe.
0: Who yeah. knows
1: what could happen with them? That that that's the sky's limit. And plus, what Bonheur's are coming in to, from Atlanta, to Costa, another San Antonio guy. Man, listen, that's gonna be that's gonna be fun to watch them in Indiana, because I think Victor Oladipo is, is that dude, is turning to that dude. And you know, as, as as far as how he did last season and in the playoffs, you gotta watch the Indiana next year as well. So it's gonna be fun, but I think it's gonna it be is. Boston. Philadelphia, they're in a notch below them, maybe a couple of notches. It's Indiana, Milwaukee, and I can't think of anybody in the Southeast.
2: So, <laughs>
1: in the Southeast division. So,
2: I'm not doubting you, bro. You know, that's what I said. You know, the only two teams in, in the Southeast I can think of is Washington and in Miami. And, and that would Miami. be... One, if Washington doesn't live up to their, their standards, well, not their standards, but if Washington doesn't live up to what they could be and they allow Miami to do what they did last year with, and, and come back and take over that division. So, yeah, that's why I, I wouldn't trust a team out of the Southeast either.
1: One more thing about the about your Wizards. No, I'm not going to call them the Bullets anymore. Um, <laughs> why, why the discord between Bradley Bill and John Wall? Those two guys, if they if they put their heads on together, they could be a lethal backcourt. I mean, they, they they remind me a lot of a, a younger version, another version of Fort where you have Dane Lillard mm-hmm. uh, and 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 and, uh, and that McCollum cat, um, but a little else. But what, why is it so? Why can't they those two cats make it work? Is it deep that they have? Off the court as well, I mean, what, what, why can't they make it work? I know that Wall said acknowledged that they, they're trying to work on having better, better chemistry on the court, but well, what's going on with those two cats?
2: If it's on the court, it's going to bleed off the court, and, um, mm. yeah, it, it, it's just something about the two of them. But you notice, you know, it's, it's, it's a consistent problem that I've named so far within the several beefs that we've talked about, and that's John Wall. It is a huge possibility yeah. that John Wall is the biggest problem in that locker room, but there is so much dedicated to him in terms of finances mm-hmm. that what are you going to do? Yeah. And now that they signed him to that extension, that in the next two years you're yeah. going to start making 40-plus million annually, what are you do? Right. Right. You know, no one's going but to go ahead and be. Well, they 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 do, but I think that his contract ends within the next two to three years. I'm gonna go ahead and say probably three. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, at, at least they can kind of get out of the the bill situation soon. But yeah, they have a lot of money tied in to um to 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 to, to John Wall, and more so than anybody else in that organization. And of course,
0: mm-hmm.
2: he's gonna to want to lead the team, but at the same time, man, dude, you can't just keep clamoring for Boogie to come play on that squad, you know. Right. Uh, 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 unless his uh, uh, unless that um, ACL gets 100, percent I don't think. Well, I don't know because I don't. I don't. Man,
0: I I I I, I they, they, that was a discussion
2: on, on on local radio this week is how much mm-hmm. can you trust Ernie Grunfeld, and is it isn't necessarily really his fault that the Wizards are the way that they are? And the thing is, man, this dude mm-hmm. just keeps making pickups, and it'll be interesting to see if he decides to move or, or Boogie based upon his health at the end of 2019 and, and finally appeases John Wall and brings in the dude that he's been asking for for like the past three to four years. And that the fan base is kind of wanting to because they know if he comes in, mm-hmm. it'll make John Wall happy, and a happy John Wall means a happy Wizard Squad potentially. But um, yes, John is is, is 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 the center of a lot of this stuff, and there's, there's nothing they can do about it.
1: Well, I was going to say is, is because Deal is a former Gator, and well, that ball Wall is a former Wildcat, Kentucky Wildcat. So you got a Florida game. I hope it's not
2: that petty. You can take your in the locker room. I hope it's not an SEC beef. That's petty. That would be very petty. Yeah. Um, I don't think it is. I don't think, other, is that beef. I don't think it is. No, this is it's a, it's a cash in, in attitudes, and 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 Bill is more of a quiet leader, while Wall is a little bit more vocal, and I I I, I mm-hmm. guess that. When they're on the floor together, they're both vocal, of course, because they both are one mm-hmm. and two on that team. But it, it, it's right. something about the two of them, man, you know, that, that just doesn't mesh too well. And and, and I don't know if they'll – for the sake of the team, they're going to get it right soon. Or just either well, pay one or, or 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 wait till one leaves. Yeah, I think it's going yeah, to be stuck with Wall
1: for a while because, again, that contract makes it prohibitive. Of course, yeah. it was like prohibitive, prohibitive rather, for teams to want to get him because 40 mil for wall, yikes. Yeah, um,
2: exactly. Especially the, an somebody... older wall. And okay. we know that the mm-hmm. – uh, that's 40 mil for an older wall. And we know mm-hmm. that the most important thing to his game as of right now is his speed. He's not going to have that speed forever. Yes. He's going to have to continuously develop that jump shot, which is getting better, but it's not to mm-hmm. a point where, you know, you're scared of his jumper. Right,
1: right. It's not like Bill who can hit from anywhere right. on the floor, almost. So, yeah. So that's gonna be interesting to watch. Speaking of other things, watching the NBA, got the summer league going. It's mm-hmm. pretty, pretty, been pretty interesting from like, like uh, what's his face, and uh, and Atlanta Trey Young, his player, mm-hmm. his, his old school player, voice of his. Um, he started off slow, you know. He got into that tangle with uh, with uh, what's his face. Um, uh, from Duke, um, Grayson Allen, Allen, yeah, of course mm-hmm. has to be. Who of course he of course is the perfect Utah Jazz player. He's he's perfect yeah. for it and As soon as he got drafted by Utah, like of course everyone said, of course. Even the TV commentary said, of course he's a jazz <laughs> um, <laughs> Of course he is. Um, but he started like he being being Trey Young started off slow, but he's playing a lot better. I mean, he he had his one game when he was ran, ran in seven threes. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, he was, he, he's like, he started, started finding his stride. And of course, I bemoaned the pick on draft night because I thought, I really thought that my my, my beloved Knicks needed a point guard. But mm-hmm. I really starting to like Kevin Knox.
0: Goodbye. That Kevin Knox,
1: woo, That dude mm-hmm. is high flying, dunking two handed on cats. And yeah, I saw his victuals at Kentucky because. You know, it's kind of hard to see it because they're like the modern-day out of know, Tar Hills, they got all that talent stockpile. So you can't really yeah. tell who can really ball, who can really stand out. But that dude mm-hmm. is balling right now. I mean, granted, look, it's against guys that, for the most part, won't make the roster probably future like UPS drivers or, or, or what have you, insurance salesmen. But that dude is balling. And yeah. I'm just thinking of the possibilities uh, of, of what he could do in the absence of of course, that's Porzingis. And as well as that kid, too, we got in the second round, that Williams kid, that center, is playing this ball out, out of his mind as well. But who are your people who you have been surprisingly great or has been slightly disappointed in the summer league? Do you, do, you have a, do, you, do you have any candidates for that as well?
2: Well, the thing is, you know, with the summer league, they always say that this is just a, a, a testing ground because, of course, like you said, it's a huge mixture of first, second, and third year guys. Most of the guys that mm-hmm. end up, if they don't make a roster, they end up in the G League, or like you said, end right. up somewhere, you know, being a UPS driver or selling insurance. Not to say that there's anything wrong with it, but you know, you no, know at exactly. dude when he's no. like six eight, Shout out to the and he's boss. coming up to your right. State Farm office, and he's like, "Yo, you really sell insurance?" But you know, that's another story for another time. So, you know, I'm I, I really the, – the thing is, I'm just, I just get a little cautious about certain things. I, I I can't say anyone's disappointing necessarily because a lot of these guys are still learning how to play pro game. But, there, like I said, there's certain things that, that stick out in terms of, of, of negatives, but also there are a lot of things that stick out as positives. And two of the three guys that I wanted to bring up, you've already talked about with Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox being the biggest surprise of course, with him averaging 23 points per game getting, getting and and uh, also getting seven rebounds a game as well. And that 23 points per is second best in the summer league. Then you know, once again, who else is on that Knicks roster? So it's a possibility that, you know, maybe they're funneling all the points through him. But, hey, if there's no one else out there with you and you're able to make the shots, there's nothing wrong with that. So right. that can translate and to him playing, you know, on the main box, so that'll be fantastic. Same thing with Trey Young. Trey Young's averaging seventeen points a game, seven assists. The seven assists is tied for fifth most in the um in the summer league. But he's also shooting under forty percent from the field, which is cautious to me. That's one of the things that I'm really concerned about is the fact that he's shooting under forty. But you said, you know, he's also getting his legs under him and, and starting to get adjusted. So, hopefully, that adjustment keeps up. But if he keeps shooting this low of a percentage, it's going to be something to watch out for during the regular season. And, of course, you know, I want to keep, excuse me, keep an eye out for the number one overall pick, DeAndre Ayton. This is yeah, what he Ayton was doing. You know, he's, he's doing okay. Good. You know, he's putting up 16 yeah. and 11, and those 11 rebounds are, are tied for fifth in the summer league. So, he's, he's doing okay. It'll just be interesting to see how he looks with the highly paid Devin Booker and the newly added yeah. uh, uh Trevor Ariza out there in Phoenix. I, we, I was just talking to the guys on um on, 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 on Sleeky Sports uh, this week. It's a possibility that Phoenix might be attempting to fight for eight 18, and, and, and they, they mm-hmm. have some pieces there that could actually help out with that. So, you know, if, if it translates on the floor, watch out. It, it, we may have a surprise at that seed.
1: Yeah. I mean, don't sleep on Phoenix. I mean, look, I laughed when 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 Trevor Reese decided to sign a one-year deal with them in the off offseason. And, so and did as, well as and, and as well as, yeah, I couldn't believe that, as well as Devin Booker, who went from criticizing the organization one minute to licking his chops with a huge extension the next minute. I'm like this dude just hey. wants to get paid, like like he don't want want to win, but yeah. hey, Phoenix is making some moves, and
0: yeah,
1: to go with Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson is a dog. He he mm-hmm. is he's a rough ride. He has rough riders running all over him, yeah. and you know they got something going on there now. I mean, it's starting to pick up a little bit. You know, the with the with the draft picks and the and the person, the proper personnel signing. It may start to turn the corner on things, so we'll, we'll see about that. But getting back to Troy Young, he needs to put some weight in terms of muscle. Um, uh-huh. He's just too skinny. He's too small. They're going to beat his ass up in, in the first half of the season next year if he doesn't put in the meat on his bones. Granted, the guy who they like to compare him to, one seven Curry, he started off the same way. He was very skinny. He's, shorter. he's like a couple inches shorter than me, and a lot lighter. But as you can tell from like like the, from the last few seasons. Like of course Curry's a lot stronger. He's in better shape. And I think mm-hmm. once Trey Young hits that get gets a hold of that, learns how to take care of his body, so I'm going to put on some, some muscle and train. He's gonna be he's gonna be alright. as long as I mean his shot's gonna start it's starting to fall. Again, he he won those last games here, he he ran in seven threes. Um and a lot of that were in people's faces. Um I, I think as long as he continues to, to develop, he's going to be okay. He just needs to pull some weight. That's, that's all it is because going to, he's going to get worn down. But it's, it's it's, it's you know, I, the, the NBA, man, the last few summers has been fantastic. So, I mean, it's NFL. We'll get to the NFL in a minute. But watch out because the NBA yeah. is right there. It's not about the passing and the popularity. So,
0: we'll mm-hmm.
1: see. Uh, right before we get to the NFL, let's talk a little about the – World Cup, I know you have a question that you're dying to Uh-oh. drop on me. You're probably going to stop the hell out of me with this. So, well, hey, it, yo. It, Go ahead.
2: I'm going to say it's not a quiz question. And actually i can ask it uh-huh. a little bit later on because it kind of pertains to the two teams that uh, have moved on to the finals. Well, actually, mm. it, it, it pertains to the entire field. So I mean if you want me to ask a question now I can ask it now but you know I can also wait till later, it doesn't matter.
1: Well cool, cool. Well well I was about to say this, because I, I picked France at the outset, if you recall, like before the tournament started, before the everything yeah. started, the, the you know, the World Cup. I it them to win it. And mm-hmm. they're making me look good right now. Granted they've been playing mm-hmm. now they were playing down a pool player to competition to too much larger, to my liking. I mean, I think they tied Australia. To start it I'm like, what the hell do you, tie did you Tyrell story for? But I mean, they picked it up. I mean, in the opening round, uh, like a like a, of of the knockout round, they were down two one to Brazil. I mean, I'm not, am sorry, not not Brazil, but to uh, Argentina. Then they just, they went from down two one to four two in the span of I felt like five or six minutes, five to ten minutes, thanks to that mbappe kid. And they're just superb. When they want to be, when France wants to be superb, they were, they are superb. And mm-hmm. the way they beat, even although it was a close match against Belgium, that was a great Belgian team that you know, that they beat. And it's probably the yeah. best shot at winning the World Cup. Um, but France, I mean, Le Bleus, as they call them, they they if this this is their World Cup to lose. This has been their World Cup to lose. For the past, like since the playoffs started, really since the knockout stage start, to be honest with you, but I, I as great as good as Croatia is, as gritty as Croatia is, I don't, I don't, I don't see France
2: losing. I just, I, I just don't. It'll be very interesting if they do, um, but you know, it you go either way, man. I mean, it is what it is. We have seen a lot of upsets, and we always see upsets in sports. But we've seen several upsets. In this right. World Cup. The thing is, you know, France, they had the highest ranked team. Well, they are the highest ranked team remaining, um, in, in, in terms of the, the, the world rankings of with them being seventh uh in, in the world. You know, they've played against uh better competition throughout the bracket, you know, as you compare the the, right. the, the, the matchups that they've had to face in comparison to what um Croatia had to face. Um, especially having to go through teams like Uruguay who was fourteenth. Um, Argentina, who was fifth, and like you said, Belgium, who was third in the world. Um, so you know they're contested. Mm-hmm. tested, but you know you got a Croatian team who hasn't lost yet. You know, matter of yes, fact, they're sure. the only team uh, throughout the World Cup who hasn't lost yet. You know, they, when they've struggled throughout the brackets. You know, they've had two shutouts, so they've had two extremely long matches as, a, as opposed to, uh, to 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 France, who hasn't had a, a shootout. I'm sorry, not shutout but shootout games as opposed to uh, France, who hasn't had one throughout the brackets. Um, but Croatia has a higher goal differential. You know, maybe you can say yeah. it's because of the the level of opponents that they've played, not just in pool play, but also within the brackets. But still, they, they've been capable of scoring a lot of goals um, throughout the entire tournament. And um, they faced a, a lower level of, of uh, opposition like I said before, you know, as opposed to France. So maybe they're not as stressed, even though they've been on the field a lot of of time, especially with the first two teams that they played against in in bracket play. So this thing will go all the way, man. But like you said, the way that France has looked, especially against the teams that they have beaten, this could be France's uh, championship to, to win, but you know, if I pick a team, chances are they're going to lose. So I'm not going to pick a team because <laughs> I know a lot of my friends are rooting for France. And then you know, I have a former mm-hmm. co coworker that's from Croatia, and I've been following him and his son's journey in terms of celebrating the uh, the World Cup. So I don't want to jinx them mm-hmm. either. So I'm I'm, I'm, I'm my yes. mouth is shut. Even though I made a pick uh, on on the show yesterday, but I'm not going to say who I picked cuz I don't want nobody to get mad at me. But um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's just say there's, there's going to be one fan base is going to be happy and one fan base is going to be disappointed and come someday. And, and yeah, this is going to be a good one, man. This is going to be a good one.
1: Yo, cuz I'm looking at Croatia's group results cuz they they steamrolled to the group D. I mean, they beat the hell out of Argentina and Nigeria and Iceland.
2: You know, yeah. they just pounded them. And then like come, the strongest come, like group
1: come to knock us.
2: I'm sorry. I was gonna say that wasn't the strongest group, but they, they did damage in that group. they did well, what, they, did they, was what was they were supposed to. to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, they were supposed to kick ass, and they did. Uh, so yeah. they they did what they had to do. Um, but looking at the you know, starting for the quarterfinals, they had to survive against Russia on penalty kicks, mm-hmm. and then got by England in, in extra time. When they scored yeah. late in extra time, which that 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 that, that was awesome. Um, yeah, they may be worn down. They 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 they're gonna be, they may be worn down. It's a possibility. But speaking of England, how pissed you, do you have to be if you're an England fan? It was wow. right there. It's right, right there. There. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to the point where one of the one of the stars, uh, I because his name, but he's married to Sidney LaRue. He okay. he said before that match, the cup is coming home. Which led his wife to say it already is. We won it last time. we I'm talking about the U.S. women's team. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> he
1: set himself up for that one. But outside
2: it of that, did. I
1: will think of his name in a minute, but outside of that, it was supposed to be England's year, man. It was supposed to be their year. And uh that happened. <laughs> I mean, Croatia was just grittier. They're a better squad, yes, but 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 uh, but Croatia was just more. They were they're grittier. They wanted it more, and they they yeah. they, they grind out in extra time. And props to them. But kind of sick to be England's football fan right
2: now, don't don't you think? It does. It does. Um, now you have to help me. Was. Was Croatia ranked higher than England? I know England was came in ranked twelfth. Croatia 12th,
1: came in. Croatia came in. Yeah, Croatia came in like I think on the roll. Let me see. I'm looking up right now. I think they're ranked higher than England, if I'm not mistaken. England's not ranked was so high, if I'm not mistaken.
2: I could be yeah. I'm probably wrong about that,
1: but I, I I I don't think that. Hold on for a second. i I'm... Uh, I'm about to I'm about to look it up right now. Good, good thing I have a laptop here. Okay.
2: Uh, yeah, I
1: I I think that Croatia is ranked higher than England. Um, okay. I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that they are. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, I'm still looking. Um, but it just still I I just but for them, for England to. To 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 have so many hot to so they had so many high hopes right um, yeah to the point where I just I
2: just oh I just feel bad for the for fans because they swore up and down it's gonna be their year they they really did and, and there was a lot of of positive energy in terms of a lot of people thinking that it would be England's year to do it so even if they were ranked lower coming into the tournament. I guess a lot of people just right. said that they played or, or looked a lot better than Croatia and, and had them as the favorite going in into and, and that match, but they, they just couldn't do it, man. And, and, yeah, what is it, 1966 is the last time that they made it to the final or, or, or won a final? Am I wrong?
1: Yeah. And England was ranked 12th, and Croatia was ranked 20th, so I was wrong.
2: England was ranked much ah, higher. Ah, so Croatia was down to point even more. Yes, yeah, there you go. So, the point even more. <laughs> yeah, so you know they, they come into wow. the uh, right higher and, and with, the, with the anticipation to be Croatian man, and they just couldn't pull it off. Just couldn't pull it off. And you but know my, how bad my, it my, is. My What's that?
1: Go ahead. Oh, I was, was going to say, it's it's bad that for England because Croatia's ranked only five spots ahead of the United States. I States. Yes, is 20, you we're twenty
2: fifth,
1: which is higher than I thought. And, were, and, would be, but.
2: And, and and you see where we were this this past World Cup.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm feeling so. bad about that.
2: But I'm making my like there, there were three teams. I going to there were three teams ranked lower than the U.S. that made it yep. to the bracket rounder at least, and I can name off the top of my head. So yeah, there you go. What you need to what you you, you play to win the game, Herm Edwards. You play right. to win the game. But my question was this, yeah. right? This is more or less. Yes. Sir. the strategic question, right? And, and, and football, D, football, Nash, it, it, I, I've been thinking about this ever since this theory was introduced to me. So I've been kind of watching for it and, and trying to see if it was necessarily a pattern or not. And it seems like it mm-hmm. might be. So I thought I'd ask you because you're a little bit more educated than I am about what's going on at uh. the World Cup. So it was explained to me that historically, or especially now, a lot of the South American and Latin teams like to play more of an isolation ball or or, or a high-striking, high-attacking style of of football where, you know, the, the, the European teams are more about triangulation and it's more of a team game as opposed to, like I said, with the South American and Latin-based teams. So, you know, right. everyone, when, when the tournament first started, everyone was talking about certain players, of course, players of great name, like your 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 Neymar, and then, you know, I had to put that R on there, and the Ronaldos and all of those Latin-born players that are great yeah. ISO players. But it, it seems as though that these triangulation teams, these European teams, has been outplaying yeah. them. Is this more of an understanding of how to stop this isolation ball, and, and is is it something that we need to continue to keep an eye on in the future? Because they figured this out. Because it wasn't necessarily always the case. Because you know we've always known yeah. in the past that Latin American teams and, and African teams have have always been a little bit better because they've always been faster. But it seems like these right. these these great team players all these great teams are, 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 are starting to make a, a, a surgeons now. So it, is it because they figured them out or because these, these I, individuals have gotten older I mean, now? Which one would you say it would right. be?
1: I I think it's more or less a, 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 a tactics thing. I mean, if you look at the Latin American squads, the African squads, they're just trying mm-hmm. to the play. They're just, they're just Fly out faster. I mean, I watch Senegal. I watch Senegal a lot in this World Cup because you know there's coaches, like you know the women, like Coach Bay, <laughs> hashtag Coach Bay. But um, it's it, <laughs> Senegal is just quick, and my wife's keep giving a thumbs up of and, and, and approval. Um, they're just quicker. They're like they were just quicker. I mean, if you if, if they were the more disappointed because. They have the quickness, they have the talent, but the tactics were kind of left to be desired. And that's something that that coach would learn over time, I think. But just for mm-hmm. example, look at that match against Japan. They had no damn business tying Japan. Japan mm-hmm. had a score, they scored late. And that tie was, in the, was, was the one that ended up keeping Senegal out of the knockout round, which this is the first time in what thirty some odd years that no African squad made it to the knockout round, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then you have like the case of Brazil, who on paper, on paper should be the best in the in the world. I mean, I think the rankings wise, rankings wise, they're second behind Germany because yeah. of that talent. But if you look at squads like Germany and, and and Grant, Germany did not have the best World Cup showing, we all know that. But mm-hmm. if you look at even Germany and that was like maybe Portugal, um you know, especially France and all those European squads, they're just tactically sound. They're just I mean, it's 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 funny how teamwork varies from sport to sport, you know what I'm saying? It's like in basketball, you can get away with having a one-man show, Zibidane is, is like LeBron James, led like Cleveland Cavaliers the past few seasons, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, football and, and soccer, you know, like oddly enough, consider football around the world, called football around the world. Um, they're similar in the sense that it's the ultimate team sport. You know, you, you, it, each player is dependent on the other. And mm-hmm. cats can get by with speed only for so long. I mean, if it, it, like, it's like just I mean, just take the couple of America tournaments the past like few some odd seasons. It's always almost always the South the South America squad's gonna make some noise because they're just faster than we are. They got better athletes yeah. than our squad. It's just the truth. Um mm-hmm. and they do a better job of finding said athletes, but I said that ad nauseum, you said that ad nauseum, but we're going to keep beating that drum until they do something. And I know many others who follow the sport do so as well at a much higher level. Um, You know, you see it. I mean, but if you look at the last few World Cups, I don't have it in front of me. The stats in front of me, but I think, I can't remember the last time in recent memory that a team outside of a country, that squad outside of Europe, has won the World Cup. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember a squad outside of Europe has won the World Cup. I just don't. Uh, again, I don't have it in front of me, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, don't I, I think the last time I remember a squad, a South American squad doing it. I don't know if this South American squad has done it every it, since um, since Diego Maradona led Argentina to the World Cup in nineteen ninety four. So
2: wow.
1: Um, I mean, again, uh, I, actually, I think Brazil won that one. I'm not sure, but at any rate, someone for South America won that tournament, and I think it was it was it was Brazil. But I think Diego Maradona played in that one or the one the few like like before that one. But it's all about to me. It's all about tactics, and I think the European squads have the market with that right now. Now, again. It's, it's interesting to see if other squads would adapt to said tactics okay. because it does pay to have speed. You can't teach speed, but you got to have the tactics. Mm-hmm. And if you, if the, 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 close, the, the squad who has done the closest and harness of both of those characteristics is France. Just look at France right now. I mean, you got all those young Lions on that squad. They're fast and quick, but they're so technically sound. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, that's why, that's why I've been saying, like, from the jump, that this tournament is, has, been, is, it has been Francis to lose. And it would be a huge upset if Francis to lose because, to me, they have the best combination of speed and tactics, athleticism and tactics. So, it, it makes me, again, it makes me see that other teams copy that because, you know, I don't know what happens if one team's been doing it well, or a group of teams been doing it well from a similar style. The other teams going to run the world, well, going to, to start to adapt to it to a certain extent. But yeah, until until the South American teams, Central American teams, I include Mexico with that, um, and and you know, I, I just I, I just don't see the any any squad outside of Europe closing the gap. I, I just really don't.
0: Mm. See, I thought I asked this
2: question. That was that was something, and, and probably the biggest thing that I picked up in, in terms of watching and, and, and paying attention to the World Cup this year was that initial statement that was taught to me in terms of the style of play and my ability to pick it up and be like, okay, so so you said they were a triangle, so that's, okay, Phil Jackson, triangle, triangulation, ha I get that. ISO, okay, mm-hmm. Houston. With, uh, you know, with 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 um, uh, 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 James yes. Harden. I James Harden. So, so, all, yeah. 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 So you know, I I, I would am able to make that association and made it a little bit easier for me to uh, to understand at least that aspect. Still, have the stuff I need to learn, but I did start noticing that that was a pattern that these European teams were just knocking out these 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 uh. These Latin-based teams, man, and, 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 and it, it was. And then looking back years and realizing that there's something that's mm-hmm. been going on for a while, and starting to realize, you know, is this a pattern? You know, and how long would this continue to go? Because of course, they want to continue to promote the individual players and these stars right. to try to draw in those. Because everybody loves stars. Everybody like watching the best play within a particular sport. So, you know, right. will it continue to be a situation where the guys, I guess, that we consider to be the best in the world at football, would that continue to be a situation where they don't win a World Cup for some time? You know, or would that pattern end up breaking up soon? Right. And so they have it
1: there. So it are to be seen. we we'll get you out here on this, bro. We're going from the high to the very high from the NBA, uh-huh. NBA to the NBA Summer League to World Cup to the NFL, the low.
0: Uh-huh.
1: This hurts, man, because, well, first of all, let's just get to it. I mean, we all know the NFL did this thing and having the anthem the anthem, anthem protest policy that they have, either keep your ass uh-huh. in the locker room or come out and stand, uh, which now President Trump has even made more fun of. So it pretty yeah. much made the bad situation even worse. And <laughs> it's going to get worse because they're yeah. not doing anything about it. They're just like spineless against, not only they like spineless against the president, but they're not doing anything to, to, to bat their players and helping social issues. Again, mm-hmm. you have a few owners like Robert Kraft and in and, and his desire to have prison reform, you have like the likes of like the, the Johnson, like not not the main Johnson the ambassador to I guess his island but his brother who said that if anyone gets fined for protesting, he'll pay it. You have, mm-hmm. you know, the guy, the owner, the Jerry York in San Francisco, who not only supports the players' cause, but also made a mandate for doing the National anthem, everything stops, which means no, no nothing goes on at, at concessions. If you're really serious about the fans, if you're the fans really serious about it, then don't do a damn thing. Just like the, just like you want the players not to do anything,
0: mm-hmm. which is
1: props to him and and uh uh Mark Davis of Oakland abstained, so he pretty much had four well at least three to four well three who openly said they even, they, they did not they're not down the policy when the when 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 Roger Cadevil once said that they were everyone was on board, which which obviously was a lie, which I don't know what he had to lie about that, but anyway again, I was. I've said it many times. You said it many times. You heard me say it many times. I say it again. I'm not. I'm. I, I, I'm not the one who kneels during the protest. During the anthem, I stand. I don't really put my hand over my heart. It's something have not done since high school. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. it's a little protest of mine. I don't do it. But whatever. We teach our son to stand. Put hand over his heart. My wife does the same thing. But just because I don't protest. Like that doesn't mean that I don't support it and doesn't mean that I disagree with it. I mean, I wish people would stop making up it what is not. The the players told you a thousand times. And, and, and you know, I think about uh, Malcolm Jenks of, Phil- of Philadelphia when he held up those placards when they were at, when, when, when uh, the media was interviewing him and they said, you're not listening. You yeah, not, they're not understanding why the, the players said a thousand times they're protesting for social justice, and, mm-hmm. and like, like 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 specifically, like like uh, uh, uh like racial and, and and gender inequality, you know, police officers shooting unarmed black men and women dis- disproportionately. And they've they, 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 they made that abundantly clear. It's not about the military. It's not about the flag. And you know what it was about about the military, not about the flag? Remember when the Cowboys knelt before the anthem?
0: Remember yeah. when
1: the Saints knelt before the anthem? Remember when Baltimore, mm-hmm. in the sense of unity, knelt before the anthem? And one mm-hmm. more thing. Remember Green Bay on a Thursday night game against Chicago? When Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers pleaded with the fans to lock arms, they got booed. All four instances got booed. It's yeah. not about the damn anthem. It's not about the damn flag. It's just that some people just don't give a damn about it, which is sad. They don't give a damn about what it affects us as minorities or women or other uh, uh, um, uh, marginalized groups. And it's otherwise a great country we, like we live in. This is the greatest country in the world, but I just, it, I think it would be greater if we all treat each other as equals. And unfortunately, exactly. until that time comes, we're going to, we're going to make noise about it. And rightfully so. And even if people aren't comfortable with how the players make a noise, the, the reform of protest, A, it's effective because they're talking, everyone's talking about, it, but B, but I just I just I just want people to not twist the message. As look, we could again we could disagree on how the players choose to carry out a protest. Just don't twist the message. Just don't lie yeah. and say disingenuously lie and it say it's about the flag and military. Okay. you know it damn well it's not. You just don't give a damn. I'm not talking about you obviously, but but those people. I'm talking to people out there. Who really is, who really don't don't want to see any type of action. That's what I'm talking to. Those people. And thankfully, more and more people understand what the players are doing. They just are uncomfortable how they're doing it. And that's that's fine. Just don't just recognize it as that and don't twist about the flag and all that stuff. But I still just say this. We all know that President Trump has made a nomination for the Supreme mm-hmm. Court. His name is uh is is Kavanaugh. Um uh, don't remember his first name, oh yeah, Brett Kavanaugh. And they all know his record, you know, the two thousand when he did and helped him secure Florida for the British presidency, blah blah blah. It's not for a politics show, but I say it to say this. The same NFL who made their policy about not protesting getting the politics, you have an owner or or owner waiting in Arizona, Michael Bidwell, who came out and said and expressed support for Kavanaugh and his nomination. Mm-hmm. Now, but it's one thing he said it was a high school friend and everything, which is, okay, fine. But yeah. he didn't do it on his personal line. He didn't do it on Twitter.
0: He did no. it on
1: the Arizona Cardinals website. Hmm. Now, that's a big problem. If you already said, if you as a league already said, keep politics out of it, blah, 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 and you have one young who blatantly disregarded, I don't say blatantly, but he, he, he pretty much did his own thing. Let's put it that way, because uh, I don't know his hard, but he did his own thing. How do you think the players are feeling right now? It's oh. totally, it's, it's, it, it, it's just it's so hypocritical. It's so hypocritical, uh-huh. the league, to blatantly just just, just, just thumb the nose like that. And, look, I love the NFL. I know you do, too. I mean, it's my first love. That's the first sport I really fall like, like my dad. And I watched him with him, like, my very first game when I was, like, seven years old, watching him watch the Steelers, get the hell out of Cleveland. That's <laughs> <laughs> how I became a Steelers fan. I uh, don't enough, but, man, I – I don't know, man. It's like it's, it's like the NFL just does, it did just shooting themselves in the foot. I mean, they could take a page of what the NBA is doing, has been doing. The NBA has a policy now of making players stand, which I don't have a problem with. Of course I don't have mm-hmm. a problem with that. But they support their players. Even if mm-hmm. all their owners are not locked up with the players, they support them. And more importantly, the commissioner supports them. Which is why you'll see the president go after the NBA. A big reason for that because they won't allow it. They they won't allow it. Now, I, you know I you know I you know I don't mean to take a lot of time, but I just wanted to get this off my chest. As soon as I saw that him. Big World story, about him, I mean, I just rolled my eyes. I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, again, it's one thing. I get it that he went to, he went to high school with him. I get it. That's boy. It's one thing he did on his own time, but he did it on the damn website, on the team's website. Yeah. They want players to get out of politics. Fans want the players to get out of politics. It's so hypocritical. It, it just really is, man. It just really is.
2: It does, and, and the, the bad thing is this, right? So let me go ahead and start from the beginning, right? Well, I'm not mm-hmm. going to go over so far at the beginning. I'm going to go ahead and, 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 and keep it because there were a couple of things that I wanted to go ahead and point out as well, but I'm going to try to keep this as, as uh, succinct as possible. Um, yeah, unfortunately we got 12 more minutes. You know, first, no, I know, I get it, I get it. Um, but, 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 you know, uh, this whole thing of, because my thing is this, right? We've had multiple conversations mm-hmm. about this entire situation on this show multiple times. And my thing is, you know, I, I try to be an agitator in terms of trying to show people the other side of the situation so they can attempt to understand But that's one of the things that's kind of being lacked throughout this entire process is the fact that for whatever reason, those that oppose the the, the players in this situation, they're either those who don't care about the situation or those that follow fear mongers that don't care about the situation. Mm -hmm. And they're just very ignorant sheep. And I say ignorant in terms of not being knowledgeable about this, Particular situation, and all they do is follow those that give them talking points to 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 to, to abide by, and that's why mm-hmm. you have those people. So it's it's, it's one of two things: either they don't care, or they truly, really don't know. And that's based off of the information given them, given to them by people that don't care, right? Mm-hmm. So it seems as though, like you said before, that you know you shouldn't necessarily tell people how to protest. But there has to be a better way in order to get it done. But that has nothing to do with this particular situation, because, like I said before, I was attempting to find an out to make this situation a little bit better. But it seems as though the more right. and more Bigwell opened up his mouth, the worse the situation got. So I heard an interview yeah. where he talks about the, you know, he talks about the nominee. They both went to Georgetown Prep private school right here in D.C. I know exactly where it is. Mm-hmm. It's not too far away from the high school that I attended. But um, mm-hmm. you know, and he wanted, he wanted to go ahead and celebrate his friend. You know, his big accomplishment. <clears throat> you know, he felt as though that his his buddy will always do big things ever since high school, right? Mm-hmm. I do have a high school friend that is running for uh, city council. Actually, his second bid—not his second bid, but his second term for city council here in in the district. But you know what I don't do? I don't promote him on my Yard Twitter account. I sure don't promote him mm-hmm. on my Yard Facebook account or on my website. But he's mm-hmm. a friend of mine. I, I wish him well. Everything that I, in terms of my promotion of him is all on my personal site, not on the business. But the thing is, and I found this funny, one of the instances in which Goodwill opened up his mouth and stuck his foot in it, where he said, and I quote, all we ask, is that the players do it for 20 weeks. It's it's just abide by by the rules that we give out for 20 weeks, and and then they can do whatever they want Monday through Friday. All we ask is that on game day, they abide by our rules. Now, how do you expect them to abide by your rules when you counter the exact Mm -hmm. same thing? Dude, don't send out your well wishes on the team's Twitter handle doesn't work like that. Don't put it on the the the, uh, the 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 website. Come on, man, contradictory to what you just said to the players. But my thing is this. Like you said, the NBA and the NFL, they both have the exact same rule that's retained to the national anthem. You have to stand up for it. right. And the thing that I differ with you is care if ownership agrees with what the players do or not. We're all individuals. We're going to have differences in theories of, of, of political practice, and that's fine. The thing sure. is that I ask you to respect sure. it, right? And and the thing mm-hmm. that you ask of me, that I expect the same of you. But the problem that that uh, another problem that I have is that those well, one first and foremost, the difference between the NBA and the NFL, even though they have the same rule, is that the NBA has better uh, PR about this. They handle it a yes, whole lot better. <laughs> it, it just happens to be that there's there is more ownership that agrees with what the players are doing in terms of the issue, the social issues that they like to to address as athletes on and, like uh, and off the court. Exactly, mm-hmm. as opposed to the NFL. And I would hope that these guys that are owners would be a little bit more vocal and come together. And, and and actually have a united front with the players, so that it it, it has a better a, a, a better visual as it pertains to this entire situation. So, but until that happens, we're still going to have this whole cat and mouse game in terms of how they deal with it as as a league. And um, you know, it it it's just completely completely mind boggling. It's two years later, dude. Now we've argued yeah. about whether the legitimacy of whether or not Kaepernick or um, or, 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 or or Davis deserves to be in the league right now. That's a whole argument, another argument for for another day. But do it sure. pertains to the protest. Stop this contradiction, and you can't tell me that you want to end having politics involved in my sports and then throw your politics. At me via your 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 sports website and Twitter social media handle. Yeah, That's exactly. not how it works. Bro. Exactly. Stop exactly. it with the contradictions, well, of madness. Dude.
1: Well said, brother. Well said. Hey, Amen. Thanks a lot for joining me, man. It's a, a, a hell of a note to end this podcast. But I appreciate your words, words of wisdom. It was well said again. Appreciate it, man. And uh, we'll talk next week. Hopefully. I uh, better news next week, as far as that goes. But probably gonna focus on Yeah, I'll be media. in so, the midst of HBCU football media, media
2: days, man. So I'll see you next oh, week. Oh, cool! Man.
1: You got it, bro. Peace out. That's my guy, the way mask. Hey. He please check him out on the Yard That's HBCU Sports blog, where he's blessed for all things HBCU sports, as well as his radio here every week on Walter Talk Radio. You know what? The funny part is, I didn't even get to a uh, uh um Papa John himself stupid ass used them word on the conference call a, couple year, a year ago. It's crazy, man. The NFL or just... Better get together, otherwise the NBA is going to laugh their ass in terms of popularity. They don't watch it. But anyway, at least I'm on black But at any rate, thank y'all for tuning in. This is Scott Burks with the Clown Hour. Signing off. 06.9.
0: tonight.